You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery, podcast number 59. Thomas Miller here. Glad you're joining us again. This is a sequel. This is part two. 58 is part one. So if you have not listened to 58 yet, please hit stop and just go right over to 58 on the website at subconsciousmindmastery.com or on iTunes or wherever you're picking this up. Listen to number 58 because we are going right into the continuation. So we're talking about talking to your subconscious mind. And we've been talking about the book, kind of a book review here of Harry Carpenter's Genie Within, Your Subconscious Mind and How to Use It. Now, I have found myself that talking to my subconscious mind can occur in at any time, any place. So you don't have to be in a recliner with Kelly Howell's music playing in the background. You don't. You can do this anywhere, anytime, anytime it comes up. It is better if you have some solitude. I mean, I would imagine that Grand Central Station is the best place to do this. But if your subconscious is wanting to have a powwow and that's where you happen to be and that's what the time is, then uh, go right ahead. But it certainly will be most effective. And if you are new to this, it would especially be important that you be in some kind of a relaxed state. We talked in the last podcast about Alpha and Theta. Kelly Howell has uh, the audios, and we're going to use part of, uh, what are we going to use here? I think we're going to use brain power, which is actually Theta state. So we're going to get pretty comfortable here, and we're going to talk to our subconscious mind. Another thing that helps here is if you give your subconscious mind a name. Now, to get the context of this, you would have to have listened to some of the very early podcasts in this series. Something that really helped at the early part of my journey was when I found a program by Sean Sullivan called the Mind Masters Map. It's an app, and it walks you through uh, quite a bit of material on the subconscious and reprogramming your subconscious and talking to the subconscious. And if you remember, Sullivan connects the subconscious mind as a bridge keeper. So in other words, here you are over here. Over there is where you would like to go or where you would like your where you would like life to take you is over there on the other side of the bridge. Choppy waters, rough seas underneath, skies, stars, clouds up above. And the bridge keeper has this 24/7 365 always on, always been there since the day you were born. This bridge keeper is standing on the bridge watching everything, recording everything, getting programmed as to how to best direct your life. And the bridge keeper allows and doesn't allow things across that bridge according to the programming. So I started, first of all, calling my subconscious mind bridge keeper. And that worked out really well. And then I found a book where a guy called his Rufus, and I tried to do that, but it didn't work very good. Rufus just did not connect at all. So uh, I just had stayed with Bridgekeeper. Well, I was reading through The Genie Within, and uh, uh, Harry Carpenter talks about this, and so I decided to just check in with my subconscious and see if there was a more appropriate name, another name, if Bridgekeeper was working okay, because I didn't want to presume that that would be the best way to uh, to talk to my subconscious mind, which is equally as much of me as the conscious mind is and is of you. So, it's, it's like talking to yourself, but it's just putting some personality with it. So I did what was suggested, and I went into the alpha state, and I asked my subconscious mind, what do you think? And it basically, the communication said, well, Rufus doesn't work. Bridgekeeper is good. And then maybe about, I said, okay, fine, we'll just stay with Bridgekeeper. And I thought that was it. 
And this is what happens. Maybe about five minutes later. No, maybe three. Knock, knock, knock. Here comes subconscious mind again wanting to have that conversation. Yes, hello. And it said, Dreamweaver. I thought, oh my goodness. It just, there was that, you talk about feeling and emotion. We were both high-fiving each other. There was so much connection right in that moment that I knew in my gut that Dreamweaver was, that was it. That was the new name. And it really fit the sequence because Bridgekeeper had been my connection to the subconscious mind. Where I'm going is Dreamweaver. Whenever I hear that word, I think back. See, I was a child of the 60s and 70s, so I think back to that 1975 hit song by Gary Wright called Dreamweaver. So I punched it up on YouTube, and I found a recording of him singing the song. That was pretty cool, and I listened through to it. And I thought, hmm, that's a little confusing, but it is a cool song, and I love all the dreamy little effects that he put into it. By the way, rock and roll song recorded without a guitar. How about that? So I did a little poking around on it, and I found this from Gary Wright's website, and I just about cried. I mean, it was so beautiful. Here's what he says about the song Dreamweaver. In 1972, so three years before he wrote the song, my friend George Harrison, hmm, he was running around with some good company in 1972. George Harrison invited me to accompany him on a trip to India. A few days before we left, he gave me a copy of the book Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahasana Yogananda. Needless to say, the book inspired me deeply, and I became totally fascinated with Indian culture and philosophy. My trip was an experience I will never forget. During the early 70s, while reading more of the writings of Paramahasana Yogananda, I came across a poem called God, 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 with an exclamation mark after each God. One of the lines in the poem referred to the idea of the mind weaving dreams. And the thought immediately occurred to me, weaver of dreams, dreamweaver. I wrote it down in my journal of song titles and forgot about it. Several months passed, and one weekend, while in the English countryside, I picked up my journal and came across the title, Dreamweaver. Feeling inspired, I picked up my acoustic guitar and began writing. The song was finished in an hour. The lyrics and music seemed to have flowed out of me as if written by an unseen source. After the record was released and became successful, many people asked me what the song meant. I really wasn't sure myself and would answer, it's about a kind of fantasy experience, a dreamweaver train taking you through the cosmos. But I was never satisfied with that explanation. And as the years went by, I began to reflect on what the song actually meant. And then it came to me. Dreamweaver, I believe you can get me through the night, was a song about someone with infinite compassion and love carrying us through the night of our trials and suffering. None other than God himself. I've just closed my eyes again Climbed aboard the dream weaver train Trying to take away my worries of today And leave 
1975, Gary Wright and Dreamweaver on SubconsciousMindMastery.com. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Is that? But is that not the coolest thing? So now, think about talking to your subconscious and aligning what it is that you're going to do. And by the way, feel free to use that name if that resonates with you. Dreamweaver. That's where life is headed. Now, here's what I've been doing. So I'll communicate with my subconscious to make sure that we're on the same page with what we want. I'll ask if anything is bothering it just in the moment. Is there anything in your space that you need to deal with? And get ready, by the way, because stuff will come up. And if you're early on in this process, ask it to be gentle. But do have a journal ready and start capturing immediately. Don't let the subconscious talk to you that you don't write it down. Then pick a topic and get mutually aligned. So let's use a mythical concept here that you need a new car. 
your old car is worn out. It's costing you more money to put Band-Aids on it than it would be to just get a new one. Plus, you, now you don't have reliable transportation and you don't want to be stuck on the side of the road stranded, obviously. You don't want to miss meetings. So let's use that as a springboard. We're going to start playing Kelly Howell's Brain Power. And by the way, if you are just getting into Kelly Howell's material or if you already have a library, Brain Power should be in it or if you're starting, a best place to begin. Brain Power is one hour of theta music. It's in two sections, 30 minutes each. You're going to hear a sample of it here, but definitely Brain Power would be a great place to start. She has so many titles, and if you're looking through and you don't know where to begin, this would be a good one because it will take you in theta state and you can play around with it and do some things like what we're doing here. So here is just what a few minutes of talking to the subconscious might look like. First of all, take some deep breaths. Breathe in and breathe out. Now, for the next few minutes, it's just time to relax. You are going to go into the alpha state and then the theta state of deep relaxation. You will be more connected with your subconscious mind as you relax. Any outside noise only deepens your relaxation. Your breath is steady. Your eyes are heavy, but you do not fall asleep. Your conscious mind and your subconscious mind are going to connect and have a conversation. Hello, Dreamweaver. I've been looking forward to connecting with you. Hi, Thomas. I just wanted to make sure everything was okay with you right now. Is anything concerning you, or are we out of alignment on anything? Is there anything we need to talk about? Well, yes. You've been upset and emotional, and I don't like it when you get that way. I'm recording the incident. I know. It's kind of a tough day today. But listen, I'm good. I, I really am good. And I want us to create marvelous wonderful, incredible things in my life together. So let's don't let this incident be a bump in the road for us. Is that okay? Can we just can we just shake this off? Can we let the emotion of this go? Can we just decide together that we're going to take an eraser to the chalkboard on this one? Will you go with me on that? Mostly I don't like seeing you get hurt. And I want to defend you. So that's the emotional shell. It's my way of causing you to withdraw from the situation so you don't deal with it. Well, I know, but, you know, we're learning new tools. And in this case, we can just put that behind us. 
let's just give it a whole nother space and a whole nother chance. Is that fair? Can you, can we try it differently this time? Okay. If that's what you want, I'm willing to do that. So I'll release on my end, but you have to let go consciously because if you keep feeding me those negative thoughts, I'm going to hold on to them. You know that. I know. So I'm going to take a walk around the block and when I get back, I'll be fine. Deal? Deal. Is there anything else that we need to address or talk about? No, other than that, I'm good. Okay, there is one thing that I would like you to get busy uh, working on for me, okay? All right. What? We need a new car. <laughs> yeah, we sure do. The old one is not working so well. You know, I'm in the shop all the time with it. And the breakdowns are just getting to be too much. So, would you mind? Would you be okay? Would you get excited about going out and finding us a perfect new car? Sure would. Okay, now let me tell you. Here's here's what I had in mind. I want to go sporty. And I want something that really stands out. So, I've had my eye on this little BMW 335 convertible. One I really, really like is black. It's a black interior, dark tinted windows, a blazing sound system, and a turbocharger on it. Man, I'm excited just hearing about this. All right, good. Because if we can get in alignment, then I know that you can go out there and pull this off. So what I'd like for you to do is think about this. Tell me if there are any objections that come up. Let's work through those together. And then I want to turn you loose and let you go out there and find it. Sound good? Sounds wonderful. Okay, is there anything on your end that would keep this from happening? Well, obviously, you don't have the money. I agree, it is a lot of money. And so that's another part of the request, is I don't want to go into debt and so we're going to have to find this money. That is, you mean me, not we. All right, you little joker. Okay, you. You're going to have to go find this money. You're going to have to manifest this car. But I want you to do it in the next 60 days because we don't want to be driving that other car around any longer than we have to. Right? Right. Now, I know that it is a huge universe out there. There are millions and millions of cars, not only in America, but across the globe, right? Of course. So for you to be able to go out into that abundant universe and find this one little car shouldn't be that big of a deal, should it? No, I can handle that. Okay, good. But I don't need your help. Understood. I won't. I just want us to be in agreement and I want us to really love this car. Oh, I love the car. But I just don't think you can afford it. Okay, I understand. But let's remember that you've manifested so many things in my life of abundance already. Remember when you brought that unexpected deal and I made $10,000? 
Do you remember when you convinced me to buy that stock and it only tripled in a very short period of time and we made great money off of that and then you told me when to sell it? Of course I remember that. You know how you got me that pay raise just a couple of months ago? Sure. Okay. Finding abundance is not any big deal for you and I know you love a good challenge. I know you love a good challenge. So my challenge is that you take on finding this amazing car. Okay, I can do that. How do you feel about it right now? I feel great. I'm excited. This is fun. Okay, are there any other concerns that you have? Well, I think it's too flashy for you. Ah, good point. You know, we're driving that old Chevy pickup truck right now, so it is quite a jump from uh, from a Chevy pickup truck to a BMW convertible black on black. Yeah, I don't want people to think that you're doing something illegal. And you know how it is. People just don't like success sometimes. So don't you think we should keep a little bit more uh, obscure? Well, I certainly hear you. And to some point I agree, but let's look at it a different way. All of our life, we've been oppressed. We've always lived from the constraint that there's lack and that there's not enough, right? Yeah, we sure have. And now we're learning new technologies. We're learning a new way of doing things. And it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, I'm loving it. And one of those things that we are learning is that the universe is completely rich and abundant in all ways, right? Well, of course. And that it's our right to be able to participate in that. And I know where you're coming from because we were programmed since we were very, very young that really we shouldn't have nice things, that we shouldn't overindulge. And this would appear as an overindulgence in something that's too nice. And I get it. You're being protective because that's really the only programming that you've ever had. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, I got it. So part of what I need to help you with is I need to help you get the different perspective and understand where we're going not where we've been because I completely agree I understand where you are and I know why you are there so how about this I'm going to do a few things first of all I will start reading some material on people who are responsibly successful and how they've done good things in the world and then I'll read some material too on uh, people that make a difference in the world because of their success so they inspire other people Because other people can look up to them and say, well, if you could create that, then I could create that. Oh, man, I love that one. That gets me excited. I know, it gets me excited, too. Now, another thing that will really help here is just the good old smell of new leather. So why don't we go test drive one? Man, I would love that. That would be fun. All right, that would be a fun experience for both of us. So you would get the thrill, I would get the thrill, and then we can come back and talk more after we've done those things, right? Is that fair enough? Sure, that's fair enough. Thank you. All right, is there anything else that comes up? Not right now. I think I'm good otherwise, and I'm looking forward to this. 
you are still in a relaxed state. Spend a few minutes talking to your subconscious right now. And along the way, enjoy your journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.